It's our first two-time guest here on Riders Up, and we had to bring back William Anton Georgie to talk about an incredible stretch that he's recently had to start the month of May. Uh, seven of 11 mounts were wins, four in a row, wins on four consecutive days of racing. And, Will, what was the most impressive to me was that these weren't shocks, right? This wasn't like a round of horses that were all supposed to win. That's one thing that happens in racing a lot of times. You get hot, trainers get hot, a lot of their horses will win, and then they all got to step up from their conditions, right? So then it'll make things a little bit tougher because then they go into tougher spots. This wasn't that case for you. You had win at over six to one, one of them as a heavy favorite, another one at over five and a half to one. One more as the favorite, then some huge prices, almost an eight to one winner, another six to one winner. And then you close things out with a near 14 to one winner on April the 8th. Beho, I mean, that is a stretch unlike anything. And I'm always curious, we're watching baseball right now. Like, what does it feel like, Will, when you're in a zone like that? I mean, do you, can you sense you're doing something a little different or is it just like, wow, I got lucky the spot opened or tell us a little bit about like you're feeling through those couple weeks. Um, yeah, definitely. I always, I believe in momentum, you know, and in, in sports, you know, when you're hot, you're hot. Um, and you definitely as a, as an athlete, I think can feel that um, when things are just clicking and you just, you just know you're going to have a good day or a good week, um, you know, when you're in the moment. Um, so yeah, yeah, like I said, momentum. I think when you get that momentum, it's it's hard to stop it. Okay, so we want to sort of kind of talk through the uh, a lot of these courses that you've been up on recently, uh, your success up at Golden Gate. And what I, I thought was really cool, too, um, is just how many different barns and just different connections you were able to win for, too, right? This wasn't like a stretch of, oh, it was you and uh, Steve Sherman, you know, someone who you – will ride races for and win a lot of there were a couple in there but this was i'd imagine for you this had to feel great because it was winning for all these different people who are now going to have more reason to want to go right back to you and put you up on other horses definitely i always feel good after you know a stretch like that where you win for a lot of different trainers because it puts you it puts you in all those barns a little a little bit more you know when you win just for one trainer I mean, that's good because it gets you better in better with that trainer, but, you know, it uh, doesn't spread the business around it. You know, exactly. like they exactly. already know what you can do, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's always good to win for to win and ride for multiple different trainers because th then it, it opens up your options. Uh, so, yeah, for sure. OK, so this crazy stretch started on April the 1st and the. The first winner that you had here was a horse named Miss Union. That's another thing that I thought was really fascinating, just about diving into like the charts and watching the replays back of a lot of these horses that you were on. It just shows, Will, that you're not someone who only has one way of doing things, right? You can win on horses in any different way, whatever style they have. If it's got to be more forwardly placed, if they want to sit mid-pack, if they want to be more of a deeper closer. I mean, you literally see you in these, I think, what, seven wins I'm talking about over a couple weeks span, all different types of uh, of ways to ride. So, I mean, tell us about that. Was there, when you came up, 
were were you sort of like I'm more of a speed rider early because I'm I got the bug I'm gonna go. Did you develop more into like a complete rider? Were you? I think we were talking to uh, was it Darius Thorpe last week, Brian, who said I love coming from the back. I've always been that way because I feel like I can kind of time the race better, you know. So I'm kind of curious for you, how do you develop those different sets of skills when you're riding? You know, it's funny because I've 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 heard from different people like, oh, he's just a speed rider, you know, because I have gotten a, I had, you know, gotten a little reputation because I, I guess they think I can ride the, the lead very good. You know, I, I like to, I can get, get to the front and, and get a horse to relax really well. And you better and be get, doing that if you're in Southern California, because if you can't do that, then you're in some trouble. Exactly. So that's probably where it came from. Cause I mm -hmm. started in Southern California, you know, so I've always, you know, I've always heard, you know, a little bit like, oh, he's a speed rider. But then, you know, when I'm given the opportunities to, to show that, that that's, that's not all that I am, um, you know, and, and it comes from experience out there. Um, just, just getting into situations of, of making you do, you know, riding different kinds of races. Um, and, and that, that's, that's what polishes you, um, in different scenarios. So, um, yeah, I, I've always believed that I can, you know, like I said, I started out probably a speed rider that, so I'm, you know, that's, that's what honed my skills as a speed rider, especially down South. Um, you know, but I've, I've, I definitely believe I've developed that I can ride pretty much anything. And I've proven that, um, over the years. So like I said, it's just, 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 uh, repetition out there, putting yourself in different scenarios. And so Miss Union was one, you were in a field of eight. This is the horse that you were riding for Isidro. This horse was six to one. So it wasn't necessarily you know, one of the shorter prices in the race. I think you were sort of like a middle price horse in there. And this was another one of those trips where, I mean, you weren't right up on it. You had to sort of work out a trip a little bit. You were off the pace. You set a saved ground and then you angled out. It was, it was kind of like a textbook, what you, what you're trying to do type trip, right? Like save the ground, angle out. It was, it was one of those things that you might show some of the young up and comers. Yeah. I mean, that Philly, uh, I've, I've ridden her, twice now um but before that she was just showing she showed a lot of speed mostly all the time um and the last race that i rode her in the time before the first time i rode her um there was a lot of speed in the race so cj and i spoke and we thought you know try to get her off the pace a little bit um you know because if, if we send her we're just going to get caught up in a speed duel and you know she's probably not going to finish she ran really good that day she ran a nice third um i moved I moved on around the turn because, like I said, it was my first time on her. So I felt because um, she was kind of idling for me. So, I, I, you know, I jumped her in the bridle and she made a quick little move and she ran third. And I'm like, man, I might have might have moved on her a little too quick you the there. You feel for her uh, a little bit, though. What's that? You got the feel for her a little bit there, right? You could. You yeah. Could sort of sense, yeah, exactly. So I got the feel for her. And then, then the next the, this last time that I wrote her that, that we won. Uh, I said, you know what? There's, there was a lot of speed in there again. I'm just going to sit on her, sit on her and just, just let her settle and make a run late. And she ended up really loving that. And it showed. That was Miss Union who you got the victory on uh, April the 1st uh, <clears throat> race number seven. There was also another one in that mix too, Beho uh, named Blessed Brother. I mean, this guy was just winning in all sorts of different ways. Yeah, and and the one thing I I want to ask him about this too because I don't think we've asked this before. You know, uh, blessed brother was odds on favorite that day. Like uh, you still get a little. 
How does that affect you mentally, knowing that you're on a horse that the That's public's backing to where it's odds on? Like, does that give you – do you think about that more as you're going to the gate, or how, how does that play out in your head? I mean, not really. I, I, I try not to, you know, get caught up in that. Um, not anymore anyway. Maybe when I was younger I did, but um, it's more so, you know, there's certain – you know, there's certain guys that you, you – how can I say that? Like, you want to perform for. Yes. Uh, certain trainers that they're a little, you know, they're a little harsher, harsher than than other guys, um, just because they're competitive. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, so you know, there's certain guys that you do you want to go out there and all right, I gotta I gotta perform well, or I'm gonna be on the chopping block. Maybe you just don't want to make a mistake, right? Like you yeah. know, like I don't want to do something that was kind of opposite of what they asked or wanted because this might be an opportunity for me, something like that, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's certain, I don't, like I said, I don't look, look at the odds too much, but there are cer- certain trainers that definitely do put a little more pressure on you because sure. you know, you're, you're more so on the chopping block, sure. you know, than, than other guys. So, you know, that, that's, that's probably what I think about sometimes when I'm, when I'm riding for certain guys. All right. It's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta be, you know, on my P's and Q's here. I have to, you know, put on, definitely put on a good ride. Not that I don't try to do that every time, but you know, there's definitely certain guys that, that, that put the heat on you a little bit more. Yep. Yeah. And, and when you come home and, and, and you do get across the line first, does odds want to, does, is there a sense of relief after the race? Like, okay, we got home. We, we were the favorite. We knew we had big expectations and, and we got it done. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. you know, some of, some of like the long, some of the times you go out there on a long shot and you're like, okay, I'm going to go out there. I'm just going to, just ride the, you know, ride the race, however the race comes up, um, not overthink it. And then, you know, some that'll work out and the horse will win. And it's like, oh, you know, that it worked out. And then with the favorites, you know, you're, everyone has that, your their eye on you a little bit the more. Expectation, yeah, the right. And the perception. Yeah. And, and, and more so like where you are in a race, mm-hmm. like the favorite it's style. Like, okay. Th- this favorite is always a stalker that, so it's like, you know, and keep then, him so pinned everyone, in or maybe move when he moves or something like that. Exactly. So, you know, with a favorite, yeah, you're definitely, you're, you're the pressure is on the, all eyes are on you, whether it's all the, the jockeys in the race, they're looking out for you and everyone that's tuning in uh, the trainer, the owner, they're like, well, you know, he's supposed to be here in the race or there in the race. Um, yeah. So yeah, for sure. There's definitely more pressure. So a couple of the, uh, the next horses, along your really good stretch uh we mentioned blessed brother and then on to april the second with uh with assination they were both steve sherman runners and that seems like someone who you've had a really good repertoire and good success with tell us a little bit how you teamed up with steve and uh, and what your relationship's like yeah i've written for um i've written for steve since ever since i got to the barrier which which was what 2008 um i used i wrote for his dad uh art in southern california so i think um, I remember when I was going to come up here, I gave Steve a call. I got his number from, from art, you know, uh, um, you know, just tell him I'm going to make the move up here. And he said, you know, I just, Hey, Hey Steve, I'm coming up North. You know, can we, can we hook up and, and, uh, and get together? And he, yeah, he said for sure. And then, yeah, I've written, I've written for Steve since, since I got here. So over 10 years now, and we've always had good success. Another one coming from way off the pace with assination and another one that was, a good price that ended up paying uh i think 13 bucks to win there so we're kind of rolling along through on april the second 
You've got another one on the April the second card, and this was sort of what kind of what Bia was talking about before. This was more of a horse that was probably supposed to run well, can't help falling, and this was a runner for a barn, Jonathan Wong, that has really kind of started to jump up on the national scene in the last five, 10 years. This is a barn who's always been a really good claim barn, but we see them bringing more horses into Southern California, kind of getting better stock because they've been winning more. So I'm sure this was a cool barn for you to get a big W for because they've got a lot of nice runners. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, that horse can't help fawn, um, uh, uh, the owners as well. Um, those partners are the same, same partners as, um, as the horse that I won uh, the San Francisco mile on nice. a couple of years ago. So really cool. Um, and, and I've always, <clears throat> I used to ride for those owners uh, when they were Billy Maury here, you know, so that was, that, that was cool to win, uh, not just for Jonathan, but, but also for those owners as well. Are, are people just afraid to, to claim uh, off Jonathan Wong up there? <laughs> because, because <laughs> I see his horses drop in for these low prices and, and, and win these things as odds on favorites all the time. And it's like nobody ever claims them. Like, is the claiming game just nobody's claiming up there? Or is it just <laughs> his barn they don't want to touch because they're afraid they'll screw up a good thing with the horse? Or yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they some people might get scared they get they'll get in a claiming war. You know, I don't um you know, because you hear that sometimes, you know, with, with certain barns, you know, like uh, you know, those claiming wars and there's no one bigger than Jonathan, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah. Track. You know, you don't you don't want to get into a claim over with him. But I mean, I I, yeah, I I don't really know. You know, I, I I'm not sure. But um, he the he, he's definitely a powerful barn. So, um, you know, that probably has something to do with it. Now the next horse that we saw, we're kind of going through a few days, you know, earlier and and later. They all kind of, I'm sure, blurred yeah. together for you over a, a couple a day stretch. But we're all now on April the second, and we're moving to a horse who was one of the longer shots in the field. And this one, Biho, it looked like he didn't really have to get too creative with with the yeah, Cielo the, Diamante. This is this is my favorite thing, uh, William in all of racing when a horse that's a little bit of a price gets out to the front and just flat steals one, um, you, you know, they didn't catch your hand in the cookie jar on this one. You know, I mean, how, how does it feel again? You've, you've talked a little bit about riding up front and riding for behind. Like when, when you're on a speed horse, like what is kind of going through your head as far as, as the race plays out, like, are you more worried about, you know, getting it to relax once it's in the lead? Are you worried where people are? Do you, Oh, like, you know, when you hit the quarter pole, you're like, Oh, I still feel like I got a ton underneath me. That's, you know, how, how does it play out for you? Yeah. Uh, when I, when I ride the lead, I definitely, I mean, I like to, I like to get a good break, obviously. Um, you know, and if you can try to get ahead of ahead of the, Head of the head of the field, at least a couple a, a length or two, where you're not going head and head, um, where you can get that horse to relax down the backside and hopefully into the turn. Um, you know, I, I like I said, I always like to try to if they're trying to come at me early, I try to just keep that length in front where they don't head me and they don't, um, you know, either intimidate my my horse. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I try to keep keep my horse uh, moving forward and and their heart getting bigger. Um, you know, if they have it and which, which, uh, Cielo did that day. Um, which is funny because, uh, Mike Lancini had two horses in there. Um, I was on the inside and his other horse 
was supposed to show the speed. And then uh, there, Jonathan Longhorse was in there. It was just supposed to show speed. And uh, we get into the paddock and Lencini, um, you know, says, oh, you know, just, just lay off my other horse and the Jonathan Longhorse. Um, you know, they'll, they'll probably be set, set a good pace for us. And uh, so I said, okay, you know, the gate's open. And then I see uh, two other riders on the one on the long horse and the, on the Lancini horse, they break and they're, they're looking at each other. Yeah. They're, they're like, playing each other and you like, just get to go steal it. They're like, what are you going to do? And then my, Philly, my, my Philly broke good too. So then I'm like, I was, and then I looked at them and I'm like, Oh, they're, they're kind of caught up in what they're each other's going to do. So I'm going to take the initiative. And, and uh, I think that's what won that race. Um, I was able to kind of steal it a little bit. So that's so cool. That's, to hear. that's see that, that kind of stuff is awesome to get yep. that kind of insight. Because again, we talk about like, you can go into a race with all the plans in the world and that break can throw changes everything. everything. It, yeah. You just fall apart. And you know, you have to make a quick audible there in your head and go, do I not listen to the instructions and do what I think's right? Or do I take back and let them go and lay just off of them? Obviously you made the right call here. I'm sure he was extremely happy with your ride afterwards, but uh, you know, and I love that in a rider too, that, that I know I can trust him on my horse that if it doesn't happen right away, he's not going to lose his mind. He's going to yeah. do what he thinks is best and, and bring the horse home. So that, that's phenomenal to hear that stuff. That was cool. Yeah. Um, it continued on to uh, April the 3rd in race number nine with Southeast Asia. This one was a horse who was six to one. This one you sat, you know, towards the back of the pace, kind of settled and responded pretty well when you asked for some run and went wide and uh and you definitely had to kind of shake this one up a little bit and and work late but once you were able to get this horse going you built up a, a lot of nice momentum end up paying about 14 bucks to win tell us you, what you remember about this trip uh for the guillermo preciado runner southeast asia uh yeah he's a old uh hard knocking horse <clears throat> always tries that horse uh, if you look at his form he's always like first, second, third, almost every time, you know, he's, he just always tries. Uh, so yeah, he, he's just, he's a cool horse, cool horse to ride. You can kind of put him anywhere. Um, I think I've, I think I've been on the lead with him. I've, I've been off the pace with him. So the other day I just, uh, there was a lot of speed in there. Everyone was sending out of there. So I, uh, so I saw that. So I just, so I just let him settle and, 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 um, was able to get him towards the outside and, and uh, he finished up real nicely. Uh, but like I said, he's, he's just a cool horse to ride. You know, when, when you can ride him the way the race sets up, wherever you want to put him. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's a cool horse. And Biho, we saw that momentum carry on. Like we're saying, we're, you and I are watching a lot of baseball right now. And it's amazing when you see someone from one game or to the next day just carry that momentum over. The momentum for Will, that carried over an entire week. <laughs> yeah uh they reminisce over you longest price on the board um ignored it looks like it's coming off a little bit of a layoff uh ignored at the tote uh you know obviously you've you know you get on the horse i'm, I'm sure you looked at it before um did you think this horse should be the longest shot on the board going into it or you know did, did the race just get crazy or what what about it you know tell me i mean tell me what your thoughts were with it yeah, I mean the horse. He's a he's a he's a 
that horse uh, is a runner. He he likes to. Uh, I I remember I won his first start, um, the first time he ever ran. So I, I know he likes to run fresh. Um, but it was a tough race, especially coming off a layoff. Um, you know, but uh, the two horses went out there and and set up a good pace. And we had we had a dream trip just you right put in, yourself in a pace. perfect spot with this horse, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, he, he's a, he's a runner when, when he's in the right spot and with the right setup. So, you know, I definitely, I mean, the odds were probably right, you know, coming off a layoff, there were some other horses in there that looked, looked tough. Um, but he, you, you know what, with him, it sort of felt like you, you were going to need that kind of trip that you got, right? If exactly. you had to work a little bit too hard, he probably would have needed the race and maybe tired, but you ended up just, that's, what's great about putting yourself in the right spot. And when you're in striking range versus, right, if you were at the back of the pack, you wouldn't have been able to win that race. But you ended no. up breaking well, put yourself in a good spot, and then the field can come back to you. That's what's so nice about just getting a heady ride, like what you're able to do, you know, get a little bit aggressive, but not overly aggressive, and just put your horses in, in places where if they're good enough, they can win. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, pace makes the race. And if you can put them in the right spot, and um, that's, that's going to pay off. Yep. And we're seeing that really happen right now as uh, um, Flavian Pratt has made the move from Southern California over. And last week at Keeneland, that's one thing like you were talking about the Southern California speed. You have to have it just to succeed or to compete in Southern California. And then I think when some of these jockeys like you or others that are in Southern California, when they go elsewhere, they could catch a lot of the other riders maybe who haven't had to be as aggressive you know, in those particular circuits. So we're seeing it right now where just putting yourself in the right mm. spot, you can end up, I don't want to say accidentally, but you can fall into some other wins just by being in the right place at the right time, right? Definitely. I've always said speed's dangerous. And if, you, if you're an aggressive rider, you can kind of create um, advantage, create, opportun yeah. create opportunities out there, you know, where, um, you know, if you just come out of the gate and sit, you know, sometimes you're going to do that with a certain horse, but... I always feel that if, you know, aggressive riding creates scenarios, creates opportunities out there. So, yeah, for sure. It, uh, like you said, come up in Southern California for a lot of guys, it, 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 um, it helps them for sure. Yeah, you now, said a couple things that I really like there. Um, first and foremost, the Flavian Pratt thing, uh, you know, he's at Keeneland now. Keeneland's a notorious speed track. I mean, it's a conveyor belt, which, I mean, as a gambler, I love because I know how it plays. And I love that Flavian was getting ignored all Friday long while I was up. Um, and, and second of all, you know, as an owner, it's something we're, we're now on our third horse. Our second one got claimed last week and we've already claimed another one, but uh, we decided to go back to the speed balls because it, it's so much easier for me as an owner to know my horse is up front. You know what you're going to get. <laughs> Pace. Yeah doesn't need a trip. Like it's up there. Like you got to come catch me. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I always, you know, I used to, as a handicapper, I feel like I used to always bet closers. And, you know, when I was real young, probably too young to gamble, don't, uh, <laughs> um, but you know, I like to play, play the closers and all that. But then it's like, now it's like, you know, you watch Keeneland and I'm, it's just like, if, if you're a closer, I'm just throwing you out. Like <laughs> you're not going to close at Keeneland. And so yeah. jocks have to recognize that. And it drives me nuts when I see jockeys come in and try to come from behind at Keeneland, knowing that there's no chance it can happen. Like you may get up for third or fourth, but you're never going to win. It's 
it's got to be difficult. Like uh, every, you know, every track, every day based on the weather. Some days the inside of the track versus the outside of the track. William, your job is not easy, you know, right? And then, and then you move around, you get, you get com- totally, totally comfortable with what's going on at Santa Anita. And then it's like, oh, now we got a horse up at Golden Gate or now we got a horse at Del Mar. Now we got one at Los Alamitos. So that's, it's got to be, I mean, fun and sort of challenging. It's not easy because you can't really let your guard down for a moment. No, no. I mean, every every track's different, and you got to ride, you know, each race and each track different. So, uh, um, yeah. But I've always, like we were talking about, I think speed speed's always dangerous. So it it I think it pays off more so than not. So, kind of speaking to that, and you talk about the different tracks and and the different ways to ride them. Um, have you ever? been in a situation and obviously you don't have to name names or how would you handle a situation where like like say you're at keeneland and you know speed is king at keeneland and you've got a horse that's got a little bit of speed but for some reason the the trainer comes into the paddock and you're, you come into the paddock and the trainer goes hey i want you to sit you know towards the back and try to make one big run with this horse and you know that's not going to work at that track is that something you're going to bring up to him and be like hey i like i don't think that's the way to play or do you just say yes sir and jump on the back and do what he well, says and, and does it and does it come down to who that is that you're talking to right is there I, i'd imagine there are some people for me that i'd be a lot more going and telling ah you know I don't know if that would work. Uh, sort of like what you were saying before, if it's someone who you just, you you know, you know that they are, um, they've got this history and they're Hall of Famer or, or, you know, and you just sort of want to do what they asked. Maybe it's different with different people. I don't know. What What is it like for you? Yeah, definitely. There's some some guys that you can, you know, you, you have a relationship with that you can kind of talk to and, you know, be like, eh, I don't know. I, I don't know if that'll work. You know, I know the horse, blah, blah, blah. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's other guys that are like they're, yep. they're they're set they're set in stone and this is what they want and uh you know you you probably better do it for certain guys because you know they they have more more business for you more horses and you you want to you want to ride the way that they ask you to but yeah it does it, it's not always you know you, fun when you go out there and your gut is telling you one thing and then they're telling you another thing and it's like yeah, you know, sometimes sometimes you do just for your for for your future business. You got to bite the bullet and do what yep. they say. Um, you know, even even if it, if it's going against your gut. So so if, if I'm working with Beho and Beho to do something and I don't, man, I'm in big trouble. Like, no, yeah, like I better yeah. want, I, I can't. I got. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I, am I in the rest of the day? He's like, you know, emasculated me. It's just he's a tough. He's a tough guy to work with. Yeah, real tough. So, so let me ask you, let me follow up on that. So say, say you just bite the bullet instead of, uh, you know, what, and go against your gut, do what the trainer says and it doesn't work out. Is that something you maybe bring up in the post post race little chat you have? It's such a weird dynamic, right? Because you don't want to go like, like, I I I told you so, but you want to maybe say say it in a way that you're not doing moving forward. It might be better for this horse to be closer up or maybe or something like that right yeah it's like if, if they say you do what they 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 ask you and then they then they get mad then you can be like <laughs> well, hey I, I i did what i did what you told what do you want from me, you know? me man yeah so you know but uh i think it, it 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 all depends on their reaction you know if if they if they come and say okay you know you did what, what i asked you now we can maybe do what the 
do what the horse wants next time, you know, um, instead of us trying to change the game plan up, um, you know, or, or if they get angry at you. And like I said, you just like, well, I, I did what you told me, you know, so. <laughs> in the, in the nicest, most respectful way as possible with a smile exactly. on your face. <laughs> exactly. while <you're> saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we're in at your, your fan tax shop here. And I like, I think your shop right now, because as we continue to talk with different rides um, and they have different pieces of memorabilia, different um, symbols and different um, uh, clothing and hats and stuff. I actually like the uh, the spread that you have. You've got a little bit of everything here. You've got some clothing options. So if you want long sleeve, you got the golf kind of polo. You've got the nice hat. You've got a regular T-shirt. Then you've got a mouse pad, you've got a phone case, you got a coffee mug. I mean, pretty much all the important stuff there, right? You want to drink and be rocking your William Anton Georgie t-shirt, hat, while you're on your computer handicapping the daily racing form and then calling the trainers and your and your agent on Georgie iPhone case. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we got we got we got every, we got everything covered. Yeah. Head to we'll toe. <laughs> We're gonna get to Fantech and support you. Beho, anything else to uh to ask William before we let him out of here? Yeah, I'm gonna ask you one more, man. Uh, you know, we've we've talked so much about racing. I want to talk about some some in-between races because uh, you know, some days you ride every race, some days you've got races in between rides. What uh what do you do if you've got a race or two in between? Do you you know take me through that a little bit? I mean, it. I, I guess it depends. I mean, you know, sometimes I'll if 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 I have like just one off, I'll just relax. You know, relax in my corner and get ready for the next. Um, you know, it is a locker room, so we, we can get we, we can joke around in there a lot. You know, so <laughs> it might be there might be some jokes being played on each other. Um, <laughs> you know, with the boys, but uh, yeah, I mean, just just. Uh, most of the time just relaxing and, and getting ready for the next ride. You know, the listening one to the music, listen, I do listen to music. Um, um, you know, watch some races around the country, you know, if there, if there's some, some on that, um, that interests me. Cause you don't uh, want to do too much to like exert energy, but you don't want to like completely like fall asleep maybe and be out of it. Right. So you're, you want to kind of still be a little alert and sort of in that window. Yeah, you know, the, the days I hate, um, I just had one a couple of days ago, I think, or a couple of weeks. I was, I rode like the second and ninth race. Yeah, that's a hard one. Like, oh, man, I'm just like, yeah, that. those are the days where sometimes like when the, when you ride the, the later race, it's just like, all right, it's like you're almost kind of like turned off. Yeah. You've just been there all day. You rode one and then. You can't there. help but turn down and then have to turn back up. It's not. Yeah, it's, not, it's better to be going every race throughout the day, right? Yeah, every race or just a race off isn't that bad. But yeah, yeah when, you get, when you get when you get those big breaks like that, then it's like, you know, you, it's I, I don't like those kind of days. I, I, I like to keep going. William, uh, you were sure going over the last couple of weeks, my friend. Congratulations on that Thank stretch of, of races. It was really I, cool. You know, I'm, I must say, you know, uh, I think my daughter brought me a lot of luck and, right. and my wife and it was, it was their first time out. Um, wow. Oh, that's it was cool. Their first time out since, since um, my daughter Haley was born. And uh, the first, well, now the we first know. day that she came out, yeah. Now we know why. She came out, uh, she, I, 
it was the day that I won three was was her first day at the races ever. So okay, there we got, go. That, that energy. <laughs> so, so you told the wife she has to come out every every day now, time, yeah, now. right? <laughs> yeah, I, that's funny because everybody at the track after that they're like, oh, you got you got to bring her every single day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'm like, yeah, you got to come out now every day now. It's a, but, it's uh, amazing it's awesome. how that perspective changes when you're a dad, right? When you feel like you you're doing it for more than just yourself now. You've got a family to take care of and uh you sure took care of that family over the last couple of weeks. I'm sure they were ecstatic to see you in the winter circle so many times and it's been a pleasure chatting out a couple times and uh, I was going to say we felt like Biho and I were texting back and forth when we saw that. We were very excited to see how well you were doing. It's been really cool to talk to you, and I'm glad we got to touch base with you again. And that's another thing where so rarely did we do we get to go through seven or eight different horses like we did with you, kind of talk about the trips or the trainers or what was going on in your head through those races. So I learned a lot right there, and uh, I learned a lot more about you, buddy, and I'm really happy to see how well you did over the last couple weeks now. You know what this game is all about, right? It's what have you done for me lately? We want to be bringing you back here in three weeks talking about about the next 7 out of 11. How's that? Yes, sir. That sounds like a plan. Thank you, guys. Thank Uh, you guys for having me. you, buddy. And uh, God bless you and your family out there. You take care of them. And we'll see you again. We'll talk to you again real soon right here on Riders Up. Beho, you have a great day, buddy. And everyone, make sure you head to Fantac and check out the William the Third Collection. There's so many great collections there from all these different fantastic riders. We've been very keen to talk with a lot of them here on Riders Up, and we'll get to get inside the mind of these great athletes. Make sure to go follow Lanton Georgie on social media. Show him some support and check out this great merchandise over at Fantac.